During uncommon times, God raises up uncommon people to accomplish his mission in the earth. Jesus came to seek and save, not to split and sort, to take over, not to take sides, to change the trajectory of the human race and eliminate the status quo. The ultimate reconciler, reestablishing the connection between God and man, leading and guiding those in the earth to point back to him as the origin, the creator, and the king. It's a simple message, a worthwhile assignment. The calling is free, but it comes with a cost. Citizens of heaven reaching every person on earth, carrying a passion to infiltrate every mountain of influence, a people who will eradicate unrest with revival. They will take Jesus at his word and see uncommon miracles. They will walk by faith and not by sight, a people who will choose to contend instead of compete. Where are the uncommon ones? They will ditch playing church and take massive risks to build the kingdom. For those who will drop political titles and pick up one name, they will destroy racism and discrimination at the root. The ones who will drop titles to join and accomplish the upcoming assignment. The tide has turned. The remnant has arrived. It's not on the way. It's here. If you listen, you can hear it. If you stand still, you can feel it. It's not just me. It's not just you. It's us. Your time is now. No more holding back. The earth is in need of what you carry. Let's go. I'm Cody Graves, and this is Uncommon. Hey, everybody, this is the Uncommon Podcast, episode number six. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time, and thank you so much in advance for spending some time with us, for letting me come into your home, your gym, your car, wherever you might be listening to this all around the world. Thank you so much in advance just for spending this time with me today. This episode is episode number six, and we're calling it the DNA of the Uncommon. This is a teaching episode. This is just me and you and you and me right here uh, for the next couple of minutes um, as we just dive into the word on a little bit on this very fun subject on the DNA of the uncommon. You know, it's interesting before going live and, and recording this episode, I was talking to a friend and we were actually talking about DNA home testing kits. It's a very interesting subject. You know, you've seen the information online or maybe a TV commercial where they come online and they tell you if you spit or you give blood in this little small tube from a package you receive in the mail, you can send it off to a company and they will tell you your DNA, your genetic makeup, your origin, so as it may be from whatever country you're from, they can tell you so much with such little information. And it sounds crazy, but at the time of this recording, 26 million people in America have ordered these DNA testing kits online, have them shipped to their house, then do whatever they need to do with the, the testing material, send it back off, and then these websites, these services actually tell people their DNA makeup, their country of origin. They can tell them if they're predisposed to certain diseases. It's very, very, very interesting. And you know, I, as I was thinking about this, people are very interested in their DNA because it's connected to one thing, and that's identity. 
People are searching for their identity, their genetic makeup, their ethnic origins. Basically, who I, who am I? Where did I come from? Who is my tribe? And who do I identify with? There's a lot of people that have done these DNA testings that did not know their nation of origin. And now that's how they identify. They never knew before, but after these genetic tests come back or their DNA tests come back, they realize they're from a certain nation and now they, they identify with this tribe. DNA, it's very interesting. It's the carrier of genetic information. Your DNA is the carrier of genetic information. Well, what are genes? Great question. Genes is, is the basic physical and functional unit of heredity. So in layman's terms, don't tune me out. Well, this is just the, the four-minute science lesson, and then we're going to move on to the good stuff, why you're here, the Uncommon Podcast. But basically, DNA is the code of our humanity. It's our internal programming and the instructions on who we are to become. Our skin complexion, our height, our hair color, our eye color, all that can, is in our DNA. And what's very interesting, as I was talking to this friend, you know we have a, a natural DNA, a DNA that's been replicated from generations, from generations, from generations. You have brown hair or blonde hair or red hair, most likely because one of your parents had that hair color. And then one of your grandparents had that hair color. It's passed down from generation to generation. And just like we have a natural DNA, I also believe that we have a spiritual DNA. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today, because I believe the uncommon follower of Jesus Christ has a spiritual DNA, a list of instructions on who they are and what they're called to be here in this earth. So thank you so much for taking some time, like I said, from the very beginning to spend some time with us on this episode again today. I believe that we receive a new spiritual DNA when we are born again. I love in John 3, 7, where, where Nicodemus, the Jewish Pharisee, is speaking to Jesus, and Jesus tells him, you must be born again. We know 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. The new has come. I like Colossians 3, I believe it's verse 10. It says that we are to put on our new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator. And the last part says, become like him. So when your DNA naturally is made up of eye color, hair color, you know, your skin complexion, thousands of different things are literally put into your DNA that replicates to who you are as a person. I believe our spiritual DNA is made up of our calling, our mandates, our anointings, our assignments, and many other things, and it's all wrapped up as sons and daughters of God. That's our spiritual DNA. What's really cool is that natural DNA is replicated through intimacy. Intimacy is how DNA gets passed down from one generation to another, from one person to another. Write that down if you're taking notes. That natural DNA is replicated through intimacy, but spiritual DNA is replicated or reproduced through impartation and discipleship. Spiritual DNA is replicated or reproduced through impartation or discipleship. 
I love what it says in Romans 1.11 when Paul is talking to uh, the church of Rome. And he says, listen, I long to be with you so that I can impart spiritual gifts unto you so that you can be made strong. Spiritual leaders in our life have an assignment in our development and our DNA to impart spiritual gifts to us, not so that we can have the gift, not so that we can brag about it to other people. Our, our spiritual gifts aren't for us. Our spiritual gifts are for the church and for the people that we encounter that need Jesus. Okay. So Paul said that I long to be with you so that I can part spiritual and part spiritual gifts unto you so that you could be made strong. Also, I love first Timothy four fourteen. It says, do not neglect the gift of God, which is in you that you received directly imparted to you by prophetic utterance when the elders laid hands upon you. So we know that there is gifts, there is DNA, spiritual DNA that is imparted to us, that is replicated in us through impartation. Romans eleven twenty nine. I love this also. The Bible says, Romans eleven twenty nine. like I just mentioned, that the gifts of God are without repentance. Or another version says, irrevocable. So yes, we believe that, that it comes through impartation, but also gifts are given to you by God. God puts special gifts on the inside of you, spiritual DNA on the inside of you from the foundations of the earth, knowing whether you would use them or not for his glory, the gift of God is still on the inside of you. He gave those gifts to you. But also as gifts come through impartation, they also come through discipleship. Discipleship is something that, that I'm very passionate about. We not only have to win the lost, we not only have to go to the world, but God in the Great Commission gave us the responsibility to make disciples, to bring up the next generation in the faith. We replicate our spiritual DNA into the next generation through discipleship, one-on-one, -on -one, in a group setting, however you do it, but you have to be face-to-face -face with the people that we're bringing up in the next generation, and that's how we replicate our DNA. So spiritual DNA is replicated through impartation and discipleship. I want to talk about the DNA of the uncommon. In this episode, this is what this is all about. I just want to talk about five things. This is not the end all. This is not this is everything in the list, but these are just a few things that make up what I believe the DNA of the uncommon follower of Jesus. Number one, and we've talked about this in this episode and in previous episodes, but I believe it's so important that part of the DNA of the uncommon is that they have supernatural boldness. We are living in a time where the world is trying to convince followers of Jesus that we should take a back seat, that we should shut up, that a book that's over 2,000 years old is irrelevant. It's a time where literally we are being asked to take a back seat, to shut down, to be quiet, that we should have a separation of church and state, that we shouldn't influence any part of society, that it's religion, that it's dead. I'm here to tell you, with all of that, there is still a place for the bold follower of Jesus Christ, for me and you who want to make a difference. And we cannot take a back seat. We cannot shut up. We are on the verge of one of the greatest move of God that has ever happened in the earth. It's coming, and we need bold Bible believers. We need bold followers of Jesus. We need the uncommon people to have boldness. Listen to this. Boldness has a purpose. 
Please listen to me. Boldness has a purpose. We don't just have supernatural boldness so that we can be keyboard warriors or just get online and, and say something crazy because I'm bold. No, boldness comes out of a heart and out of love for people, and it demands that we speak and it demands that we take action. It demands that we stand up for what's right. It demands that we do something. It's not just that God gives us the boldness so that we can be critical and call out things that, that are wrong. Yes, that's part of it, but there's a two-step. There's, there's action to our boldness. There's action to our boldness. So listen, it, it's a time to be bold. It's not a time to be crazy, but it's a time to be bold. We believe what we believe. We say what God says, and we do what God has called us to do in the earth. It's not time to be timid. It's not time to be shy. There is a generation that is looking for people to be bold about what they believe in. Okay. So we've spoken about this in this podcast before, but I want to tell you supernatural boldness is required for where we are going. It might not be as easy in the upcoming days to have an expression of the church as it is now in America. And there's people that listen to this podcast all around the world that I would never be able to preach from a public stage, but they're receiving this message. And you know, that, that might be what's coming to America as well. So we need to be bold in our beliefs and not back down from what Jesus has told us to do. Number two, I want to let you know that part of the DNA of the uncommon follower of Jesus is they believe in the supernatural. Yes, we believe in the word. We believe that Jesus became flesh. Jesus was the word and he became flesh and he dwelt among us. But we believe in the supernatural. We believe in miracles, signs, and wonders. Evangelism in 2022 cannot just be proclamation. There has to be a demonstration along with that proclamation. If we are going to win skeptics to Jesus, yes, we need to love. Yes, we need to give an account for the, for the hope that's within us. But we have to have a demonstration. Miracles are a sign that make people wonder. I'll say that again. Miracles are a sign that make people wonder. A sign appeals to the understanding, but a wonder appears to the imagination. Effective evangelism in this hour is miracles, signs, and wonders. I love Hebrews 13, 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If Jesus did miracles 2,000 years ago in his three-year-long earthly ministry, let me tell you, by the power of the Holy Spirit that he left with us, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he said that we would receive power. There are still miracles in the earth today. We can see sick people healed. We can see dead people raised. We, we can see uh, the lepers be healed. Isaiah 55, 11 says that God's word does not return void. The uncommon believer, the part of their DNA is they believe in the supernatural. Number three, this is really awesome. Number three is they have a desire to influence every arena. What is influence? Basically, at, at its most basic definition, influence is the power or capacity of causing an effect indirect or directly in tangible ways. That's influence. Listen, the church is not called to be the church to the church. The church is called to be the church to the world. We have to go out and be the church. We have to have a heart to influence every single arena. If you're called to business, 
We're called to affect business. If you're called to arts and entertainment, you're called to affect arts and entertainment. I have a great friend. He's feel called to education. That's his calling. That's his assignment. We have to have a desire to influence every arena. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, like I mentioned earlier, it says that you should receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and that you would be my witnesses in Judea, Samaria, and then it goes on and on and it says, and into the uttermost parts of the world. Yes, we're supposed to influence our world, our direct circle, the people that are with us, but we have a calling. And what's so cool is we have an assignment from the Lord Jesus that we are to go into all the world. That's everywhere that we go, whether that's on, on mission or, or you, you travel for work, whatever you're called to do, Jesus has anointed us and called us to be an influence, influencer in every arena. I love Matthew chapter 5, 13 through 16. Jesus says that, that we're called to be salt and light to the earth. Romans 8, 19, I love it too. It, it says that the creation awaits eagerly for the sons of God to be revealed. People are waiting for us to come and influence in the areas that we know that God has called us to be and, and areas that God has called us to influence. The creation awaits eagerly for the sons of God to be revealed. Number four, part of the DNA of the uncommon is they carry light and push back darkness everywhere they go. They carry light and they push back darkness everywhere they go. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. I love it says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. We're called to carry light. What that essentially means is that in a dark world, when we walk into a room, we carry the light of Jesus. People look at us and say, there's something different about that person. I don't know what it is. I don't know what, what, they're, what they're doing, what they're about, but there is a light in them. They not, may not be able to put a name on it, that it's Jesus or it's the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, but they know that there is something different on the inside of you. First John three, eight, it says for this very purpose, the son of God was manifest to destroy the works of the devil. The very reason that Jesus came into the earth was to push back darkness and to destroy the works of the devil. Isaiah one seventeen it says that we are to learn to do good, to seek justice, to help the oppressed, to defend the cause of the orphan and fight for the right of widows. Everywhere we go as uncommon followers of Jesus Christ, we carry the light and we push back darkness. We carry the light and we push back darkness. Just in your time with, with, with Jesus, ask him, Jesus, how do I carry your light and push back darkness? And he'll give you specific assignments on what you're supposed to do in your family, in your workplace, in your city, God will lead you because we're called to carry light and push back darkness everywhere we go. Number five, this is probably my favorite one about the DNA of the uncommon. The uncommon follower in their DNA, they have a quickening for humanity. 
What do I believe a quickening is? A quickening basically is a spiritual understanding or burden for the reality that every person you come in contact with has an eternal destination. When you walk down the street and you're looking at somebody, you have a heavenly perspective that, hey, that person's going somewhere. They will spend somewhere in heaven or hell. Two places, heaven or hell. The Bible makes it very simple. We have to have a quickening for humanity. A quickening causes you to act. It makes you do and act on what you believe. We all know James 1.22, it says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. That's what it says. It says to not just be a hearer of the word only, but we have to be doers of the word. The uncommon follower of Jesus Christ and their DNA, part of their DNA is they love people. People are the only things going to heaven. Your house is not going with you. Your car is not going with you. Your portfolio is not coming with you. The only thing that's going to heaven is souls. And us as a church, us as the uncommon people of God, we have to have a quickening for humanity. It's not just about herding sheep from one church to another. When is the last time our churches have doubled in size due to new converts because we have a church that has a quickening for humanity? Not just, you know, this one person got mad at this church, so he moved up the road and took all of his friends with him. We need to have a quickening for humanity so that we go out and win the lost, not in just third world countries. We believe in that. We, we, we go to the third world countries. We do what all that God's asked us to do. But in our own backyard, with the people that we see day to day, with the people that we serve in business, we have to have a quickening for humanity. I mentioned that we're doers of the word. What separates someone from just being a common believer to an uncommon believer? They're doers of the word. Listen, hear this and remember this forever. Faith has feet. Faith has feet. Wherever someone has their faith at, their feet will surely follow. If you want to know what someone has faith in, just look at their feet. Just look at what they're doing, what they're called to do, what they're called to be a part of. So I want to encourage you today. You have a spiritual DNA. You've been recreated. You've been born again. And this is part of our spiritual DNA. That number one, we have supernatural boldness. Number two, we believe in the supernatural. Number three, we have a desire to influence every arena. Number four, they carry light and push back darkness everywhere they go. And number five, they have a quickening for humanity. They want to win the lost at any cost. If any of these things are something that maybe you, you don't have, that's okay. Romans 12 verse 2 says, do not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. With that being said, you've been exposed to this new information, possibly might be new to you. So you can receive this as part of what God is asking us to do today. So those five things I believe are some of the biggest trademarks to the DNA of the uncommon. Listen, obviously we would be going forever and ever if I talked about the entire DNA makeup, but I believe these are five things that are critical to the season 
that we are in as uncommon followers of Jesus Christ, that these things are critical that maybe we don't identify with just yet. Maybe you're listening to this episode and and you don't have supernatural boldness, or maybe you don't have a quickening for humanity. That's why this podcast is here. We want to help you and we want to be a resource to you to encourage you to walk out all that God has asked you to do. And like I said, these are only a few things that I'm sure we could have an episode for eternity talking about the DNA that comes on the inside of us when we become born again. But I want to encourage you today. If you're a born again follower of Jesus Christ, this DNA is in you. It's a part of you. And we're called to go to all the world. Jesus gave us a great commission. He told us to go into all the world and make disciples. When we make disciples, we are replicating the DNA that God has put on the inside of us. Let me pray for you today. Father, I thank you for every single listener that's listening to this Uncommon Podcast. Father, that they have heard this message about the DNA of the uncommon. Father, I pray that it has sparked something on the inside of them, that it has given them an understanding of what you have called us to be as spiritual leaders in this generation. Father, I ask that you would give them a fresh understanding, a fresh insight for everything that they are called to do as the uncommon follower of Jesus Christ. We thank you for every listener. We call them blessed. And we thank you, God, that we would walk in our uncommon destiny that you have assigned to us. Father, we know that only we can accomplish what you have asked us to do in the earth. Father, we don't apologize for being uncommon. We don't apologize for being different. And Father, we thank you for everything that you've put on the inside of us. We give you all glory. We give you all honor. Thank you for every listener all around the world. We bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Cody Graves, and this is Uncommon. Hello, this is Pastor Jeremiah Loyola from the Philippines. I just want to say I'm honored and privileged to be partnered with one of the subscribers of my dearest anointed friend, Brother Cody Grave of his Uncommon Podcast. I just want to say to the world and to the people out there that this podcast is very anointed. Me, as the lead pastor of Rejoice Church International and the leaders of this church, has been so blessed hearing the testimonies and powerful preaching of this Uncommon Podcast. So I just want to encourage everyone to hit like, and the notification and please subscribe this podcast thank you and god bless everyone hey everyone this is josh contreras tech producer for the uncommon podcast thank you guys so much for listening we really hope that you guys enjoy the show if you did enjoy it share it with a friend and make sure to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite streaming platform You can also visit us online for more shows and more information about Uncommon at listen.uncommon.online. Thank you guys again for listening and see you on the next show.